0: You tune into the Tijanoris podcast. I'm your host, Big Sarge, and woohoo! Look at that, y'all. Two days in a row, I may just be back on this bike. I may just be back. Can't. How, how do I say? I'll be back, or I'm back. What did Jordan say? Jordan just was like, "I'm back," and then he went and got four five. Yeah, maybe I should, huh? Like Jordan wearing the four five. Anyway, I think I'm gonna do this on a consistent basis now. I kinda like doing this. So, um, yeah, once again, you are tuned into the Attention Artists Podcast. I'm your host, Big Sarge. Uh, make sure you are subscribed to the Attention Artists Podcast available wherever you get your podcast from. Follow me on social media, Big Sarge Sports with a Z. Make sure you're following that. And so on yesterday, I feel like I'm teaching all over again. So, for those of y'all who don't know, I used to be in education. And so I feel like I'm teaching all over again. And I'm like, so yesterday we talked about. So yesterday we all witnessed, talked about, tweeted, uh, put stuff on Instagram, put stuff on Facebook. We all talked about the domestic terrorists who uh, ran up on Capitol Hill and stormed the building. The domestic terrorists. We all watched and we watched this thing play out. And so as we watch this thing play out from yesterday all the way through right now, because they're still talking about it right now. And side note, let me say this. The one thing that I hated about what happened on yesterday was the fact that there was something really huge that went on in the state of Georgia that totally got pushed to the back burner because the domestic terrorists didn't want to allow us to talk about that. There was a huge voter turnout from the African American community on yesterday who uh, who helped the Democrats gain control of the Senate. That is what should have been talked about yesterday. What t- should have been talked about on yesterday was the fact that these Uh, That the African American, that the black community got out and turned out in huge numbers and pushed the Senate vote. uh, I'm sorry, pushed these two senators, African American and one Jewish American, became the first of their kind to win. So. I mean, shout out to Stacey Abrams and everything that she did to help, you know, rally up the African-Americans, get that vote. So that's what we should have been talking about on yesterday. But yet we were talking about the domestic terrorists all the way up until today. So one of the reasons why I decided to do this podcast today and you all make sure you chime in, make sure you chime in. For those of you all who are going to for those of you all who are going to be listening to this um, right now, I do these shows live and stream through Big Sarge Media on YouTube so you can catch it there as well. Um I was reading some comments on yesterday cuz after I got through doing a podcast, I went off. Like I was physically and emotionally drained by the end of last night because I was so mad about what was going on. And I just kept tweeting and I just kept posting on Facebook and I just kept tweeting and I just kept posting on Facebook to the point where when I finally stopped, I was like Lord, I am emotionally and physically drained. So I stopped and I allowed that to simmer down. I was like, okay, you know, I even put out a post that said, Dear God, I apologize for my anger and my disgust. Please bless our dysfunctional country. So on today, I started reading some of the comments on what I put out on yesterday. And then it pissed me off all over again. The title of this podcast is Dear America, I Am Confused. And the reason why I'm so confused is because I don't understand as a black person that is an American citizen, as a black person that lives in the United States of America, as a black person who lives in this country. The reason why I'm so confused is because you all keep telling me when and when not to be upset. On yesterday, the domestic terrorists, the uh, they were predominantly white. The majority of them were white. And so, of course, African-Americans were going to come out and say, if they'd have been black people, they'd have been shot, killed, uh, rubber bullets, mace, the dog sicked on them. Everything would have happened to them if they were black. But because they were white, Nothing really happened to them. They were escorted out. They were allowed to storm the Capitol. They were allowed to storm uh, the, the, the Senate, I mean, the, the floor of the Senate and the Congress. They were allowed to go into Nancy Pelosi's office. They were allowed to go into these other people's office. They were allowed to steal things, vandalize the Capitol, and then they got walked out. But in that same city, African Americans were maced, African Americans had tear gas dropped on them, African Americans were arrested, African Americans were shot with rubber bullets, African Americans were slammed to the ground, had their faces pushed to the ground. African Americans were treated wrong when they were only protesting unarmed civilians being killed by law enforcement officials. When they were only protesting racial injustice. When they were only protesting social uh, 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 racism, social injustice and, and, and systematic racism. Let me make sure I got that right. They were only protesting systematic racism and racial and social injustice. And they got treated ten times worse. Than the domestic terrorists did on yesterday. So, as I'm reading these comments, right? As I'm reading and watching these comments, people are saying, ha ah, well, hold on, Big Sarge. Um, because I mean you 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 don't really know everything that happened, and you know, from what I'm hearing, it was Antifa dressed as Trump supporters who went in there and did these things. It was Antifa who was doing all the who 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 was the same Antifa that was in the Black Lives Matter rallies so or the same Antifa who dressed up as Trump supporters on yesterday to push a narrative. And I said to myself, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Because I was born at night, but I wasn't born. at I wasn't born last night. You're telling me that it was Antifa. That did all of this, which is really crazy to me because. President Trump don't like Antifa, but he's the one that stirred, or I called him President Trump. God dang it, I owe myself a dollar. Donald Trump stirred up all these things. Donald Trump stirred up all these things. He knew what was to come. And so I am being told, and this is why I say, dear America, I'm confused. Now I'm being told that, Sarge, you don't have a right to be mad about what happened on yesterday, because it has nothing to do with race. So, OK. So when I watch African-Americans being treated like this by the police. That's not about race, right? Those are, that's about people rioting and looting and they're getting what they deserved. But when I watch white domestic terrorists run up into the Capitol, they're only um, using their First Amendment right and freedom of speech and they're using their rights to protest, and the capital belongs to the people. It's the people's house, and they're allowed to do that. And so that's why the police treated them a little bit different because what they're protesting is two different things. What the white domestic terrorists are protesting is their, 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 American, their, their right as American citizens to talk about uh, things that went wrong in the election. But black Americans don't have that right because when well, you don't know all the story and we back to blue and I'm saying to myself, this is the most confusing shit I've ever seen in my entire life. Right now, for those of y'all who are listening, I, I made this shirt, right? I made this shirt that says, I will breathe for you. And it has the names of the, the majority of the names on the shirt are African-Americans unarmed african-american civilians who were killed by law enforcement officials right and it says i will breathe for you and i made a post on yesterday that said that it's crazy that these domestic terrorists that went into the capitol on yesterday had more time to terrorize antagonize scare put fear into government elected officials. They had more time to do that than George Floyd had to beg for his life. More time than Rashard Brooks had to plead and beg for his life. More time than Botham Jean had For his life. Oscar Grant for his life. But that's not what I'm supposed to be mad about. I'm not supposed to be mad about that. I'm not supposed to be mad at the way that my people are being treated. And when they're out there peacefully protesting. I'm not supposed to be mad at that. Just like I'm not supposed to be mad at the domestic terrorists. But I am mad and I am upset. I'm mad. I am. I'm still mad. I'm still mad about yesterday. I'm still mad. Because I watched law enforcement officials on yesterday allow domestic terrorists. To run through the through the Capitol. I watched law enforcement officials take selfies. I watched law enforcement officials allow these people to do whatever it is they want to do. I read about how law enforcement, Capitol police officers denied help, denied backup. I watched this. I watched them help the domestic terrorists. But yet, America is telling me, don't be upset with that, Sarge. Okay, well now, well, I'm mad about the way that the law enforcement officials are treating these people out here who are peacefully protesting. And let me let, let, let me add an addendum to what I'm saying. It wasn't just black people out there doing the Black Lives Matter uh, rallies. It was people of all races and colors and creeds. So let me just say the peaceful protesters who were majority black. I watched what those law enforcement officials did to people in Atlanta, in DC, in New York, in Houston, in California, in Oregon, in Chicago, in Charlotte, North Carolina in Philadelphia. Do you want me to keep going on? I watched what the law enforcement officials did to peaceful protesters. They treated them like animals. They treated them like criminals. But these domestic terrorists on yesterday, you treat like kings and queens. And you don't want us to think it's about race? I am confused, America. I am confused as a black man in this country. I'm confused because you keep trying to tell me when I can and when I can't get mad. And it ain't just me you're telling. It's a lot of other African Americans out there that you're saying, don't make this about race. Don't make what happened yesterday about race. And it's all about race. I ain't biting my tongue in 2021. I'm not. In 2020, some things I said, "Ah, let me just take a step back, B. Hold on. Hold on, B. Hold on. In 2021, I'm normalizing me being me again. Ain't no damn way you're going to shut me up. I'm not going to be quiet about this. And I'm not going away. On yesterday, I watched law enforcement officials treat white people like kings and queens. When all the while I watched in the summer of 2020 black people be treated like it was in the 1800s again, 1900s. I watched African Americans this summer being treated like animals. Being treated like slaves. You know what? Let me stop right there. Hold on. Because I'm on one today. Let me stop. They ain't get treated like animals. Because I know some animals who were treated a whole lot better than African-Americans were this past summer by law enforcement officials. And let me go ahead and say this. Let me preface by my, another statement by saying this. Sarge, it's not all the police officers. There are some good police officers out there. I get it. I got it. I just wish that same logic would apply when I get looked at like the black person that beat your son, like the black dude that beat your son up or the black dude that sell weed to your kids or the black dude that robbed you. I don't get afforded that. I get looked at directly as, oh, he a black person. Mm. Until I open my mouth and start talking and enunciating my words and being articulate. And that ain't got nothing to do with race. That got everything to do with the way I was raised by my mama and the fact that I'm a nerd. So once I open my mouth, then it's like, oh, I feel so much comfortable with you. Sarge, you know, you're very smart. And I, said, and I say to myself, every time somebody says, you know, Sarge, you're, you're very intelligent. And I say to myself, am I not supposed to be? Everybody's strive to be intelligent, no matter what your race is. But I watch African Americans being treated like they were nothing. And you said, and I'm when I say you, I'm talking to you, white America. You said... Don't get mad. The police are just doing their jobs. Well, I guess on yesterday they were just doing their jobs. I said that. They were just doing their jobs. Let's look at these names. I guess they were just doing their jobs when Breonna Taylor was killed. What about Freddie Gray? Philando Castillo? Tamir Rice? Walter Scott, Alton Sterling, like I said, them Jean, Amadou Diallo, Sean Bell, Oscar Grant, Eric Garner. They were just doing their jobs, right? Or what they were trained to do. Because if we if if we're gonna look at this thing, let's look at this thing from another view. On yesterday when the domestic terrorists, the white domestic terrorists ran through the Capitol, the police were doing their job. They were doing what they were trained to do. They seen a bunch of white people, and it's like, oh, they're Oh, we shouldn't... There's there's nothing. There's there's no threat here. There's no threat. I don't fear for my life. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, these mighty fine white people. No, they're not going to do anything. They're not here to do it. They're here to protest. They're here to protest and, and voice their opinions, which is their First Amendment right. There's nothing going to happen. Well, hold on. Wait, hold on. Wait, wait a minute. Now, hold on. Oh, now, look at Officer Johnson over there. He just let somebody... And now. Uh, oh, oh, that's what we're doing now, huh? Oh, well, come on, come on this way. Yeah, oh, sure, I'll take a selfie with you. I mean, you're just good white American citizens. You're no harm at all. Uh, the cussing and the hollering, that doesn't mean anything to me. You're not a threat. But in the summer of 2020, oh, I feel My life, oh oh, watch out, they're gonna get they're going for my gun. Oh, why they're doing this, that, and the other. All of a sudden, you're hysterical because you were trained to see the black skin and say it's automatically a threat. And I would like to say that it's only in America, but I have been to different countries and I've said this on numerous occasions, and I'll say it again: the African American male. Is the most hated gender and race in the entire world. I've been discriminated against here. I've been discriminated against in Mexico. I've been discriminated against in Ireland. I've been discriminated against in Germany. I've been discriminated against in Afghanistan. I've been uh, uh, where was we at? I've been uh, uh, discriminated against in Kyrgyzstan. I've been discriminated against in Paris. I've been discriminated against in Belgium. Trying to think, is that it? I've been discriminated against a lot, but that's because America has ingrained into the minds of the rest of the world, especially now that the black skin is a threat and we don't know how to act, and we're always going to be violent. And that's what those officers seen in the summer of 2020 when Black Lives Matter were doing their protesting over systemic racism and social injustice. They came out there armed and ready to fight, to kill, to do whatever it takes to take down the threat of African-Americans even if they weren't a threat. Go back and look at some of those videos. Some of those videos, the police are the antagonist. The police are the one that are antagonizing African-Americans. I watched a video of a young man standing at least six to 10 feet Maybe even more away from the police officers. And he's videoing. And he's talking to he's talking to them. He ain't being a threat. He ain't cussing them out. He ain't doing nothing. He's literally talking to them. And do you know that they moved in as a unit and took him down and arrested him? I watched. An African-American man standing in front of the police with his hands up like this, trying to talk to the police, trying to ask, ask them why were they here doing what they were doing. They moved as a collective unit on him and they arrested him. I watched a cameraman from CNN who was mixed He's half black, and I forgot what the other part was. But I watched as the police arrested him as he asked them, where do you need me to need me to be? I am part of the media. Just tell me where you need me to be, sir, and I will get there. And then they arrested him. And if it wasn't for the fact that the president of CNN, the CEO of CNN, if he did not have the governor's number, if he didn't have the governor of that state's number to call him directly, they would have kept that man. They would have locked him up. But the only reason they let him go was because the governor made the call to the police chief, and the police chief made the call to the people that was out to his officers out and say, Hey, let him go. It's too much backlash over here. And these people didn't do nothing, they didn't pose a threat. But on yesterday, I watched a video of Elizabeth saying, "I can't believe they pepper sprayed me when I was in the, in the Capitol. Well, what were you doing in the Capitol? Well, it's a revolution. I thought we were starting a revolution. Yet Elizabeth was outside of the Capitol after being inside a federal inside of a federal building, vandalizing and causing trouble, and she's outside complaining that she got maced. Hey, Elizabeth. You know who would have loved to have just gotten maced? The people on this shirt, the majority of the people on this shirt would have loved to just gotten maced. Philando Castile would have loved to just gotten maced. Alton Sterling would have loved to have just gotten maced. George Floyd would have loved to just get maced. Amadou Diallo would have loved to just get maced. Oscar Grant would have loved to just get maced. Breonna Taylor would have loved to just get maced. But guess what they got? And I'm gonna say it in the most black way I can. They got killed with a T. But you're complaining. I don't get it. In the summer of 2020, African-Americans standing there videoing police officers who are in ride gear and they get arrested. But the domestic terrorists on yesterday were taking pictures with the, the police officers. They're taking things up out of the Capitol which is a federal offense. They're outside doing interviews on their own. And you did nothing to them. They said it was four deaths on yesterday, right? Four. One young lady was shot. Hey, I, I, I'm, I don't advocate for anybody to be killed. I don't. I don't advocate for anybody to be shot or killed by anybody. She was killed yesterday in the Capitol trying to get onto the floor. Trying While they were in session, she was trying to get through and the police officers from watching the video, they fired on her, one shot and killed her. Three other was from medical. And then what did they say? It was like 50 arrests, 50 out of... I ain't got enough fingers and toes to talk about how many people were out there on yesterday and how many people were out there today. Ask yourself this question. Do this research, yo. How many Af- how many African Americans got arrested for violating curfew in the summer of 2020 during the Black Lives Matter protests? I can tell you right here in the city of Houston alone that there were a, n- a numerous amount, a plethora Of people who got arrested for violating curfew. How many people were arrested in Washington, D.C. in the summer of 2020 for violating the curfew? Ask yourself this question. When you go back and look at the video from last night, how many people uh, from yesterday after the curfew, how many people got arrested? Did you even see them enforcing it? Last thing before I go. the Capitol Police Chief has resigned. On the 16th of January, that will be his last day as a police officer with the Capitol. He has not come out and taken full responsibility about what happened on yesterday. Do I expect him to? No. Maybe he'll put out a statement. I doubt it. Find out who the police chief is. Keep his name in the back of your mind. And then, in about six months, Google his name. I guarantee you he'll have another job. The officer that killed Tamir Rice. In his file. From the previous police department. In his file they said he is emotionally unstable. And he should never be a police officer ever again in life. He left that put, po- And once he got fired from that law enforcement um, um, department. He went pretty much right, right over. And got hired by somebody else. And then ended up killing Tamir Rice. In Atlanta, there was a police officer. Well, I'm sorry, outside of Atlanta. There was a police officer. That was in pursuit of a suspect. Hit him with the car. Right? Got fired from that police department. The next day he went over to the the county next to the one he just got fired from and got hired immediately. The police chief that worked at the Capitol knew exactly what he was doing. The police chief who worked at the Capitol knew exactly what was going on. The police chief from, from the Capitol... Knew exactly who was going to be there and what was going to go on. I cannot say that he knew that they were going to storm the cap to storm the Capitol, but he knew what type of people was coming. Any of y'all ever been involved in putting on um uh an event in a city? Do you know the amount of hoops you have to jump through in order to get a city permit in order to do anything? You got to get with law enforcement officials. You got to get with city councilmen. You have to go through everything in order to get that permit in order to do the rally. And I mean an official rally like what they had on yesterday. You got to do that. Somebody had there's got to be an insurance policy somewhere. Yeah, nobody knew that this was coming. I'm about to get ready to get up out of here, y'all. But before I go, hey, y'all did hear that the FBI says they're doing an investigation, but they're having trouble tracking tracking people down, right? Y'all did hear that the FBI said that they're having trouble finding the people who raided the Capitol. They're having trouble finding the people who vandalized the Capitol. They're having trouble finding the people who committed federal crimes in a federal building. They're having issues. The same FBI who used facial recognition in the summer of 2020 to arrest Black Lives Matter protesters. The facial recognition only picks up dark skin. Maybe I don't understand how you're having an issue when I've I've watched numerous amount of videos. These people have posted it on their social media. This man took a picture in Nancy Pelosi's chair. And you're having trouble finding these people. You're having trouble finding the people who vandalized the, the Capitol on yesterday. But you ain't have no problem finding the people in the black line. Y'all have a good day, man. I'm. A-